Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you like. Hallelujah. Thank God for revival. Thank God for what He's going to do for us. Hallelujah. But we come to worship like Brother Duplice said. We come to worship God this morning. So as a group sings, let's help them. Let's get behind them. Let's worship God. Sing, sing, sing. Bless them. Many times I've questioned certain circumstances and things I could not understand. Many times in trials, weakness blurs my vision, my frustration gets so out of hand. Well, it's then I am reminded, never been forsaken, never. As I look at all the victories, the Spirit rises up in me, and it's through the fire my weakness is made strong. He never promised that the cross would not be heavy, and the deal would not be hard to Let's be happy. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's have Brother Looper this morning. Brother Looper, preach. Praise the Lord, everybody. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of God today. So thank goodness and His mercy, allowing us to be in His house to worship and to praise His great name. I'm glad I know who Jesus is today. Amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. And uh, thank you, Brother Duplessy, for the lesson this morning. Amen. The Word of God is still true. Amen. Along with Brother Cooper, we welcome everyone to the house of the Lord today. And uh, glad that all of you are here. And uh, do we have the new baby here today? All right. New baby here. Mickey Michelle and Brother Darren's new baby for the very first time. Ain't this the first time to be in church? All right. So we welcome her, and the next one will be a boy, no doubt. I know by experience. Amen. Welcome her to the house of God today. Good to see uh, uh, Austin in the house of the Lord today. Good to see Macy here. Good to see Bonnie and Ricky and their baby here in the house of the Lord. Good to see Josh here today. Glad that you're in God's house. And uh, so thankful for everyone that's in God's house with us. Good to have Brother Dwayne and his wife and new baby and other baby here in the house of the Lord today. Lord bless y'all. Thankful for what God has done in Brother Dwayne's life. Amen. God is a miracle worker. Amen. So good to see them. Good to see uh, Dustin here, Jordan here, and Amanda here in the house of God. All of our other guests that are here, we're so glad that you've come to be with us today, and uh, just welcome you. Why don't, why don't the uh, home folks just give all of our guests a hand clap today? Good to see Dolly in the house of the Lord with us again this morning. And uh, she's just kind of a, a uh, not, not a guest any longer. And we just claim her. Good to have her in the house of God today. Want to remind you uh, that Thursday will be our scheduled service for this coming week, and we're changing service from Wednesday to Thursday, and that will be New Year's Eve. We'll have a New Year's Eve service, then we'll go over to the gym for fellowship. After that, there'll be more information on that coming tonight on things that you need to bring. So remember that announcement, and uh, also January the 6th. We'll be celebrating communion service here, and so I ask you to be preparing for that, and uh, let's be looking forward to that, a great move of the Lord. And uh, then uh, January the 8th and the 9th will be Brother Townley's men's meeting, and we'll be carrying a bus over on January the 9th for that Saturday service, but I encourage all of you men and uh, all of you ladies need to babysit that day and let the men go if your boys are big enough to carry. And uh, pay attention. You need to take them with you. It's a great meeting. And uh, help us all into getting where we want to go. And I want to go to heaven. How about you? 
Amen. So remember that, and I look forward to uh, being there with Brother Townley. Also, I want you to uh, to remind you that there will be choir practice tonight at 5:30. The choir will be singing tonight, and so be here early for practice. Be in the prayer room early for prayer. Let's seek the face of the Lord and see God do something great for us. We need uh, all the trustees from this year and those who served on the trustee board uh, to be up here immediately after service. We need to take some pictures of the trustees and then the ladies' team captain. So if you're a team captain or you're a trustee, be here immediately after service. This goes in our our little uh, book that we'll be putting together for the year 2015. And uh, that will include trustees, Brother Duplessy, Brother Cooper, Brother Joseph Cook, Brother Sean Clout, Brother Rick Stultz. And I uh, need you, need Sister Nola Baker, Sister Mickey Michelle, Sister Debbie Newell, and Sister Lori Bowles here for pictures after service. So see my wife, we'll be up here in the front and uh, get that done where we can put those in the books. And, uh, man, the last Sunday of 2015. It just seems like yesterday we was at the first Sunday of 2015. Life just seems to go by faster and faster and faster and faster. Time waiteth on no man. And uh, we have passed another year of our life by. And I hope that this year as we look back, back, we see that we have accomplished positive things. Amen. That we have done something that we can be proud of. And not things that we regret or things that we could do, wish we could do over. But it is a great day to be serving the Lord. And I'm thankful that God has allowed me to know Him in the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful that God has given me the year of 2015 to serve Him. And I have served Him with my whole heart, and I want to continue to serve Him with my whole heart. Amen. I'm glad to be loving and serving God. How about you? I have no regrets in God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I want to keep working for the Lord. I want to keep believing God to do great things for us. And as we uh, we say goodbye uh, to this year and we welcome 2016, I'm believing God to do great things for us. Amen. God's still working on me. He's still working on you. He's still working in the church. He's still pouring out revival. He's still performing miracles. Amen. 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 Let's let's wake up just a little bit and let's have some church today. Amen. I want to go out. I want to go out this year worshiping and praising God. How about you? Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalms chapter 121. Psalms chapter 121 and verse number 1. Now, if you'll pay attention to your clock when you look at it and you think that I've gone a little too long, You look at what time it is when I'm starting today, and it is 10.57. 
And I'm going to do my best to uh, get through as quick as I can, but I do feel like I have a word from the Lord for us today. And I don't want to hurry God. I want to hear what God has to say to us. Psalms chapter 121, verse number 1 through 4. The Scripture says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Let's go and look at verse number 1 again. It says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. Where does your help come from today? Comes from the Lord. Amen. I'm glad I can trust in the Lord. How about you? Amen. Let's put our Bibles down just for a moment. Let's lift our hands and lift our voice toward God. Ask God to help us in this house today, God. We're depending on you. We need your touch. We need your help. We need your anointing. We need your leading and guiding and directing hand, God. Lord Jesus, we pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost in this house. Do Your work today, God. Perform Your work. Have Your way. Your will be done. Speak to us today. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody give the Lord praise right now. I praise You, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Thank you for standing for the reading of the Word of the Lord. And uh, it is uh, such a privilege to be able uh, to know the Lord, to be able to be in His house. There's a lot of people that are suffering today from the storms, and we pray that God would keep His hand of protection over all of us and our families And uh, I think I read before we came into the church that we are uh, right now under a tornado watch. And uh, we need God's protecting hand. And uh, there's some devastating things going on across this country and across this world. And every day that we have to live for God and to live and to serve Him, we ought to be thankful for it. Amen. Amen. I want to preach to you. From this subject this morning, lift up your head. Lift up your head. Depression is a very real thing. Amen. Depression is something that a lot of people suffer from. And I don't know that there is a real good answer and a real good cure for depression. In this world, um, their their ideas and their opinions is to simply uh, most things that that they treat you with is not uh, <clears throat> good for you, but they can do more harm than they can do good. I I have heard and and I have read different things about. Uh, Chemical imbalances and what gets people all off balance and, and, uh, different things that causes people to go through depression. 
I am more under the belief that depression is just a spirit from hell. Amen. And it tries to destroy you, and it will destroy you if you allow it to. I do not, <clears throat> I do not uh, take lightly anyone that fights with depression. And uh, because that, that all of us at one time or another in our life have went through the struggles and the battles of uh, the loss of loved ones or the loss of possessions or sickness or things that would come about in this life that would, that would cause us to be down and out and despondent and to the point of depression. But I don't believe it is the will of God for us to be so. I believe that there is an answer. <clears throat> and when you read uh, the side effects from these drugs, it's, uh, they give you something for depression that could cause depression. Be careful taking it because it might want you to take your life, cause you to want to take your life. Now, I'm just not into anything, swallowing anything or drinking anything that's going to make me uh, possibly think about taking my life. And if that happens, if I come up dead one day and somebody says it's suicide, y'all look at all the people very close to me. Because I didn't do it. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I don't want, I don't want to feel, I don't want you to feel like I'm stuck on myself, but I like myself better than that. And I enjoy my life better than that. And I believe that God wants us to do so. Now, in that being said again, I did not take lightly and I'm not making lightly of anyone that fights these things because I know people do. And it is very real. But there is a God. Amen. There is a God that's bigger and stronger and more powerful than anything that can happen in this world. God's still bigger than the boogeyman. Amen. Amen. I, I was reading a story, I'd like to share it with you, of a lady that lost her husband. And uh, the loss of her husband, she, she decided that she needed companionship. And so people deal with these things in different ways. So to overcome their depression, the lady who lost her husband, and uh, she went to uh, a, um, a pet store. Amazingly enough, she lost her husband and go to a pet store. I'm not sure what that says about her husband, but I didn't know if she wanted a roaring lion or a barking dog. But anyway... Uh, the, the owner of the pet store introduced her to a talking parakeet. And uh, so, so he said, this is what you need. This would be wonderful. And uh, this is what you need to help you through this troubled time. So she bought her this parakeet, bought the cage and the things that went with it. She went home. The woman talked and talked. It went on for a week. And uh, she was upset because the bird never had anything to say back to her. And so the widow made her way back to the pet store and uh, <clears throat> said, The parakeet is not talking. The owner of the pet store said, Oh, I forgot to tell you that 
the parakeet needs a mirror. And if you buy this mirror and take it and put it in the cage where he can see himself. So she bought the mirror and took it back and placed it in the cage. She made sure the parakeet could see himself. For another week she talked and the parakeet did not talk back. And she talked and the parakeet did not talk back. The lady went back to the pet store and said the parakeet is still not talking. The owner of the pet store said, oh, I, I forgot to tell you, <clears throat> the parakeet needs a swing. And when the parakeet sits on the swing, and he looks at himself swinging in the mirror, the parakeet will start talking. So she bought the swing. She put the swing in front of the mirror in the cage with the parakeet. And another week went by. And she uh, still, the parakeet did not talk. And so she went back to the store. And she told the store that the store owner said the parakeet still not talking. I bought the swing. I bought the mirror. I bought the talking parakeet. And the talking parakeet still will not talk. He said, oh, he said, I'm sorry. He said, there's one more thing I forgot to tell you. He said, the parakeet needs this ladder. If you put the ladder in front of the swing by the mirror where he can see himself and jump from the swing to the ladder, crawl up and down the ladder, the parakeet will start talking. So begrudgingly, she bought the ladder. She took it and she put it in front of the mirror by the swing where the parakeet could see himself on the ladder and on the swing. Jump from the swing to the ladder and she began to talk to the parakeet. The parakeet still did not talk. Rather, one day she come in and the parakeet laid his head down on the bottom of the cage and the parakeet died. Well, at this, she was very angry. She jumped up and she ran to the store and she told the store owner, said the parakeet never talked, never said a word like you said he was going to. I bought the ladder, I bought the mirror, I bought the swing, and I bought the talking parakeet, but the parakeet still did not talk, and now he died. The owner said, man, I can't believe the parakeet died. And he began to think, and he looked at the lady, he said, the parakeet never said anything, not a word. He said, did the parakeet say anything right before he died? She said, you know, said he did. Said he was laying on his side there, and he opened one eye, and he looked up, and he said, Did they not sell any food at that pet store? Lots of times people look for all the wrong things to take care of their problems in life. The ladder wouldn't do it. The mirror wouldn't do it. The swing wouldn't do it. But if she would have thought of something that is very important, she might could have saved the parakeet's life and the parakeet might would have talked. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was a parakeet and they wasn't feeding me, I probably wouldn't talk much either. And that's the way that we are with living for God. If we are not very careful, we turn to all the wrong things to satisfy us, to please us, to make us happy, to make us feel good, to make us feel better about ourselves. Now, the new year is coming Right around the corner. And with the new year, they'll sell many members to the health clubs. 
they will, they will sell a wonderful amount of diet food in January. It's their biggest month. Because everybody is saying, this year, I'm going to get physically fit and I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose. How many, how many stepped on the scales in the last few days? It's not a good sight all the time. The other day we were all at my brother's house and somebody was arguing about how much they weighed and we said, no, you weigh more than that. Some person went and got scales. And they set them on the floor and so everybody, well, the women didn't do it. All the men had to get on the scales and see how much they weigh. Sister Dottie, your son needs to lose some weight. <laughs> That's a big old boy. <laughs> but I, uh, I was saying, now before I got on the scales, it was weighing everybody light. I said, there ain't no way you weigh more than that. But when I got on the scales, it weighed me more than I should weigh. I can't figure that out, how it knew that I was on the scales. But anyway, people make promises. And people people set things into play. And this man for January, January, um, I tell you, it, it is it is so funny watching this. And uh, <clears throat> I used to play racquetball more than I do now and went to the health club. In the month of January, you can hardly find a parking spot in that health club. But February, there's a few more, and by about the middle of the year, you can park about anywhere you want to, any time of the day that you would like, because there's plenty available spaces, because people has forgotten what they set out to do. People look for happiness in all the wrong places. People look for happinesses in, in different relationships. Some of you women look and say, if I just had another man, I'd be a happy woman. Some of you men look and say, man, she's gained weight since I married her. If I had another woman, I'd be a happy man. But you fail to look in the mirror that they bought for the parakeet to see you ain't quite the same either, big boy. <clears throat> Some people get bargains when they get married. They marry somebody small and get a lot more than what they married. But anyway, but, but people look for happiness in all the wrong places. Something to satisfy me. If I had a new car, if I had another job, if, if I had, if I had this, or if I just had a different house, if I ever reached this place of what I would call success in life, then I would be happy when, when what we really need to look to is God. In Him is joy unspeakable and He's still full of glory. Amen. Amen. I, I remember, I remember, uh, I'm not, not a very good cowboy. And I guess the Lord saved my life by allowing me to become allergic to horses. Because by the time I was 14, I'd already broke my arms three times by not actually on a horse, but when I came off at an unexpected rate of speed. And uh, so uh, the Lord caused me to be allergic to them where I would quit riding them. 
And uh, But I can remember riding a horse, and we had one that was named Smokey. Now, he was a, he is a good horse, but he was very high-spirited. And he liked to rear up. And he wanted to rear, when you'd be riding him at an unexpected time, he'd just like to rear up. That was just, I guess he thought he was silver or something. But, but, uh, he liked to do that. And, but to keep this from happening, you would restraint his head. And you had a tie down that you put on him. And it hooked right there to his halter. And then it hooked down to the girt on the saddle. And he couldn't get his head up, so when he could not get his head up, it's hard to rear up when you can't get your head up. And so it would break his spirit where you could ride him. I can remember my daddy in going hunting with him, and he always told me, Son, you sound like a herd of elephants walking through the woods. You step on every branch, every leaf, you trip over every log. Why don't you look where you're going? Get your head up. Look at your feet. I couldn't ever figure out how you could hold your head up and look at your feet at the same time. But you have to learn those things. But I, I finally got to where you look out over the horizon and you look at what's coming toward you. And you look about not where you have stepped, but where you're going to step and where you're going to place the next step. To where you don't step on those twigs and those logs and you learn how to be quiet and slip through the woods. Just as that and just as tying down a horse's head will break his spirit and his ability to raise up. The devil knows without a doubt if he can keep our head down, he can control our spirit. If he can keep our head looking at the ground and our, our lip dragging out our tracks, and he can keep us down and out, he has already begun to break our spirit because the devil knows where our help comes from. You're not going to get help by looking down. Amen. By the things that are going on, in the world today, people living in ungodly ways, sinfulness on every corner. The things that have come about this year by the passing of bills of same-sex marriage. The passing of new spending bills to allow them to spend and to fund planned parenthood or to unplanned parenthood. They should have disfunded that unplanned parenthood. But still, tax dollars going to the abortion of babies. And we see the world in a chaotic situation. You see storms. You see the things that are happening. People losing their lives during the time of supposedly celebration, but heartache and distress. All around you. We look at the the presidential election that is coming up. This one promises this. That one promises that thing. And this one says they're going to do this. And I, I don't know. I think they're all about the same. None of them is going to do anything that they say they're going to do. Because 
The Scripture tells us in Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 22, And they shall look unto the earth, and behold trouble and darkness, dimness and anguish of anguish, and they shall be driven to darkness. Where are they looking to? Now, if you read the, the first part of this chapter of Isaiah chapter 8, you will find that God's people was turning to enchantments. They were turning to witches. They were turning to sorcery to find direction. I have heard of people supposedly be one God, tongue-talking, apostolic Pentecostals, reading horoscopes. Shame on you. Amen. What they used to have, a little thing called Ouija board. Shame on you. I don't need enchantments to tell me my future. Amen. I don't need the help of Satan to give me direction in my life. I don't look into the banking world to find hope in this life. I don't look to investments to find direction and hope and satisfaction. I don't look to what you can buy in this world to make you feel better and to make you get along in life better. Amen. But the Scripture says, I will look unto the hills. That's where my help comes from. Amen. My help is not coming from the next president that will serve this country. Although I do thank God that it will possibly be a different one than what we have now. But that's not where my hope lies. Amen. And I'm not going to get depressed if my man does not win. Because my hope is still in the Lord. A man can't make it better. Amen. But I know a God that is able. A man can't change my life. But I know a God that can. A man can't dictate how I feel. But I know a God that can. Looking to foul spirits. Amen. Even one that was anointed king over God's people saw, went and found out a witch to give him direction and try to call up Samuel from the dead. Going to evil spirits to find direction from God's man. That don't, that don't work. Amen. That does not work. They look to the earth for help. Amen. The Scripture tells us that they will worship the creature more than the Creator. Amen. It's all about Mother Earth. It's all about worshiping the trees and tree huggers and, and bird watchers. And I believe that we are to take care of what God has given us. Amen. But I tell you, a tree is not God. I tell you, a bird is not God. An animal is not God. They fashion their gods after the things of this world. But I'm glad that I know Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm glad that I've been born again. I'm glad that I've been set free from sin. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. 
Amen. They were looking to all of these things. They were crying for help. I cannot figure out for the life of me how that the children of Israel, when they were delivered from the land of Egypt, they made them a golden calf, like as the ones that they worshipped, the Egyptians worshipped in Egypt. One that had been defeated. One that God had destroyed the entire army of Egypt in the Red Sea. But how soon we forget the miracle working power of God. And the ability that God has to give us deliverance and help. It's amazing to me that when you read in the Word of God, you will find that when it is talking about the house of God, it's always, let us go up to the house of the Lord. It's never spoken to as, we're going down to church, but we're going up to church. It's never saying, let's go down to the house of God, but let's go up to the house of God. Amen. Your spiritual redemption may be an uphill climb at times, but always remember that when you are leaving this world going to church, it's always going up. That's the reason why sometimes you have a flat going to church, because you're headed in an uphill direction. That's the reason why the devil say, oh, I'm too tired to go to church or you feel too bad to go to church because when you start to go to church you're not going downhill any longer but you're headed in an uphill direction amen isaiah chapter 2 and verse number 1 it says in the word of Isaiah the son of Amos, Saul concerning Judah and Jerusalem, and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountains of the Lord, Lord's house, shall be established in the top of the mountains. Where is the Lord's house? In the top of the mountains. Amen. And shall be exalted above the hills. It's not on a little hill, but it's on a mountain. And the nation shall flow into it. How do you flow uphill? That's not normal. But I want to tell you the way that you flow uphill, the way that you flow uphill is when you get connected with God. Amen. You get full of the Holy Ghost. There's just a funnel that keeps driving you to the house of God. When you fall in love, with God. There's still the Spirit of God that keeps driving you. It's like a magnetic force that pulls you back. i got to go to church. I've got to get to the house of God. I find strength and help and hope in God's house. And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob. Amen. Let us go up to the house of the Lord, to the God of Jacob, and He will teach us His ways, and we will walk in His path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Let us go up into the house of God. Amen. When you get up on Sunday morning, you might feel down and out, but lift up your head 
and head in an upward direction. Amen. You might go down to the lake. You might go down to the hunting woods. You might go down to the mall. But when you go to church, you always, I'm going up to the house of God. Amen. I will lift up my head from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I find it amazing that the Word of God tells us that when the Holy Ghost was poured out, amen, where was it poured out? In the upper room. That's not by coincidence that it was not in the lower room. Amen. But it was poured out in the upper room. I want to tell you today, church, you can't drag your chin on the ground and rub your nose on the carpet. There's a time where you've got to lift up your head. Amen. You've got to lift up your head and come to worship and come to praise and come to magnify God. It doesn't matter if you feel down and out. It doesn't matter if you're fighting depression. It doesn't matter if your world is crumbling around you. I will lift up my head. I will enter into the house of the Lord. I will lift my hands. I will worship Him because that's where my help comes from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, in the upper room. Amen. There was a blind man that was healed by Jesus. Amen. The Scripture says in Mark chapter 8, verse number 24, And he looked up. Who looked up? The blind man looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that he had put his hands again upon him. Who Jesus put his hands on him again and made him look up. Amen. What did you come to tell us today? I'll tell you what I came to tell you right now. Amen. Some of you is dragging your head down. Some of you's got your chin pulled down. Some of you, the devil's got a tie down on you where you can't lift up your head and magnify God. Amen. But if I could some way this morning do as Jesus did, the blind man, and I could grab you by your spiritual head. And lift up your head. Amen. Look unto Jesus. You don't need another pill. You don't need another drink. You don't need another smoke. But what you need is God. Amen. That's where your help's going to come from. That's where your happiness is going to come from. That's where your strength is going to come from. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see men as trees walking. Your Holy Ghost vision might be a little blurry right now. But you're not listening to me. Where's your cell phone? Better check and see what the weather's doing. 
Might ought to check Clash Clans. Better check my Facebook. See if anybody likes what I'm doing. I just told everybody I was in church. I know they're proud of you for being in church. They're probably checking their notes in church too. And then you go out with the same old despondent. I just don't get nothing when I go to church. I've preached to people. And soon as church is over, they meet me up and I just need to talk to you. And they talked to me and I said, I just preached about that. Oh, yeah, but you, you know, I, I don't know, I, because you got your head down. When you put your head down, your ears cut off. Your spirit is dampened. Your Holy Ghost is weak. But I'm here to tell you the way that you keep on is, what did they tell you? What did your mom and daddy tell you when they were talking? Set up! And look at me and pay attention when I talk to you. Some of you need to set up spiritually and look at God and see Calvary all over again. The devil said he don't love you. The devil said God don't care about you. You need to look up and look at Calvary. My Lord, have mercy. He's in love with you. He's in love with you. He's in love with you. Get your head up. Amen. 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 After Jesus had touched him, after Jesus had prayed for him, after Jesus had opened up his eyes, still he looked up, but his spiritual being was not really looking up like Jesus wanted him to, and he was still seeing things fuzzy. Amen. If the Holy Ghost used to be great, and the Holy Ghost used to be powerful, and it's kind of lost its shine, the Holy Ghost didn't lose any power. Amen. But you got your head hanging down. God needs to keep your head up. You need to pick your head up. You need to look unto God. You need to look unto the hills. That's where your help comes from. The last days. I do believe today, don't let this scare you, I'm almost done. I do believe that we're living in the last days. I believe that we've been living in the last days ever since the day of Pentecost. Because it says in the last days, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. So we are living in the last days. When's the Lord going to come back? Is He going to come back in 2016? I hope so. Woo, that was weak. You don't hope so? It said, comfort ye one another with these words. Come on back, Lord. Man, some of you think you got it so bad, it ain't as bad here as you thought. Kind of like the little boy is in Sunday school. Said the teacher asked him, said, you want to go to heaven? He wouldn't raise his hand. She said, well, son, you don't want to go to heaven? He said, I was scared you was getting up a load today. 
We want to go, we just don't want to go right now. I'm ready, I'm ready. Come on, come on, Lord. Come get me out of here. Come get me out of here. I want to go be with you through eternity. Amen. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Comfort one another with these words. In the last days, what did the Scripture say? We can look in Matthew chapter 24. You can look in Luke chapter 21. You can look in Mark and you can find... Or in John, you can find where it is talking about things that will be coming into play in the last days. Earthquakes, famines, wars. Anybody heard about any earthquakes, famine, or wars? Anybody heard about any pestilence? Do you remember Ebola just a few months ago? Amen. Anybody heard about any storms? Anybody heard about any hail? They were making mention the other day in, in, I believe it was parts of Mississippi, that they had baseball-sized hail, that it beat out the windows of the vehicle, that it beat holes in the roofs of houses and businesses. Amen. These are signs of the last days. Men will become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Amen. You see the president making $275,000 a year and a ball player making that much an hour of a game that they play. Amen. They're building stadiums that seats hundreds of thousand people and then they can't even fix our schools and they can't even pay a teacher. Hard to get a witness out of that. Amen. They can't even... And some of them's concerned about the preacher making too much. That was weak, but it's still true anyway. Don't ever forget the preacher only makes 10% of what you make. And the only way that God is ever going to bless the preacher is by blessing you first. So with that being said, I hope today in 2016, God blesses every family in here with a million dollars. Then some of you would probably make too much to pay tithe. Amen. Where was I before I got sidetracked? Amen. Things happening in the world. All the trouble. All of the chaos. All of the things that is going on. All the things that are taking place. Amen. Truly, we are living in the last days. They are calling that which was good evil. They think that we're in a cult. They think that we're crazy. They think that we have lost our mind because that we cover up our flesh. Amen. And nudity is accepted today. It used to be no shoes, no shirt, no service. Now it's if you got on too many clothes, don't come in here. Take off your clothes before you enter the building. We are living in a perverse society. And it's easy for us to look and say, nobody wants to be saved. Nobody wants to do right. Nobody wants to live right. The world is chaotic. The world is turned upside down. I might as well throw in the towel. I might as well join them. But 
that is not what the Scripture said. Amen. The Lord did not leave His disciples hopeless. For in Luke chapter 21 and verse 28, He said, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up. Amen. Lift up your head. Lift up your head. Lift up your head. It doesn't matter. The worse it gets on the outside, the better it is in the house of God. Lift up your head. Get your head up, church. Get your head up, church. Get your head up, saint of God. Hallelujah. Somebody shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. We look at it as God said, everybody get despondent. Everybody get down and out. Everybody get depressed. No, He said, but when you see these signs, when you see these things begin to take place, when you see these things start to happen, Amen, just keep your head up. Is today the day? Today is the day the Lord's going to lead me to somebody new. Today is the day I'm going to get to share my testimony. Today is the day I'm going to get to worship God. Today is the day I'm going to get to shout for victory. Today is the day I'm going to get help. Today is the day I'm going to get strength. It's no time to stop. It's no time to quit. It's no time to be down and out. It's no time to be depressed. The day is going late. I'm going to get my head up. Hallelujah. 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 Psalms chapter 5 and verse number 3. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayers unto thee. And will look up. When I get up in the morning, when I wake up Monday, I'm not going to say, Oh Lord, help us. It's Monday. But I'm going to lift up my head. And I'm going to say, Thank you, Lord. For another day to serve you. Amen. Amen. There's been a many a times I've been in the prayer room, being there early, and Brother Paul comes in and he walks in holding his pillow and he sits down. The first thing that he says, 99.9% of the time. Thank you, Lord, for another day. I'm going to lift up my head. Some of you listen to the lying, deceitful tongue of the devil. And it keeps you going down. Woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. I'm just trying to hang on. I'm just trying to live for God. I'm just trying to serve God. I'm just trying to be a saint. And I can't hardly make it. Get your head up. 
There's no help coming from down there. Your help is coming from the hills. That's where the house of God is. That's where the presence of God is. Woo! Amen. When you have sinned, the devil says, go get an altar. Stay in the altar. Don't ever get up from the altar. Keep crying on the altar. Amen. I believe in repentance. I believe in conviction. But I do not believe in condemnation. The devil is a liar. Once you repent, you get up from the altar and you lift your head. Because after repentance, that's not where your help's coming from. Your help's coming from the Lord. Quit letting the devil beat you up. Quit letting the devil press you down. Get your mind made up. I'm going to leave here with my head held up. I'm going to leave here looking unto Jesus. Let's all stand this morning. Hallelujah. Lift up your head today. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can live for Him. I don't know if I can hold on. That's not God. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. When you got your head up, I'm looking unto Him. I'm not trusting in my own abilities. I'm not trusting in my own wisdom. I'm not trusting in what I have, but I'm trusting in God. I've got my eyes set on Him. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I'm going to open these altars up to you today. But I want somebody to make your way to this altar that the devil's been pushing your head down. That he's been condemning you. Just pushing you down and pushing you down and pushing you down. And condemning you over past thoughts and past failures. And telling you you can't succeed. And you can't live for God. And God does not love you. And God does not care about you. It's always a struggle. It's always a fight. It's always a battle that you never get to the mountaintop where you can enjoy the presence of the Lord. I want to tell you, God has victory for you if you'll step out by faith right now. I don't want everybody to come. Amen. But I want somebody to make your way to this altar right now. I'm not pointing you out to make a spectacle of you. But I'm telling you, God has an answer for you right now. Holy Ghost, help us today. Come on, reach out to the Lord, church. Reach out to the Lord right now. Come on. If you want deliverance, it's here today. If you want help, it's here today. If you want direction in your life, don't leave this place and say, I can't understand. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I feel this way. God's got help for you right now. Won't you step out?
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait just a moment. Church, keep praying. I'm going to wait just a moment. Come on. Come on. The Holy Ghost is waiting on you right now. God wants to lift up your head right now. God wants to lift up your head right now. God wants to help you right now. You need to step out. You need to step out by faith. Come on. Come on. Make your way to this altar. God's got help for you. Come on, backslider. God's got direction for you. Come on. God's got hope for you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! We're waiting on somebody right now. I'm not opening His altars to the whole church. I want you to come. You know God's talked to you today. You know God's got your number this morning. You know God is telling you over and over again that He loves you. It's time to lift up your head. Don't leave the way that you came. Don't leave the way that you came. Don't leave the way that you came. Oh, hallelujah. Don't leave the way that you came. Come on. God's working right now. Come on. God's working right now. Somebody else. Somebody else, make your move right now. Make your move right now. Come on, step out by faith right now. The Holy Ghost is in the house. God wants to help you, saint of God. God wants to give you strength. God wants to reassure you today. But you've got to step out by faith. He'll answer you by and by. Oh, if He's blessed you once. He'll bless you twice. I've been living on His blessings all of my Hallelujah. life. Hallelujah! 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 Come on, somebody reach out to the Lord. Come on, church, somebody reach out to the Lord. Come on, church, somebody reach out to the Lord. Come on, church, lift your voice to heaven right now. But He'll answer you by His hand. Rejoice in the Lord, church. I've been living on His blessings all of my life, and I've never seen Hallelujah. or seed begging for bread. You may be down today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. Come on, reach out to God right now. Reach out to God right now. Reach out to God right now. I've been living on the blessings all of my life. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or received begging for bread. You may be down today. Look up, help is on the way. Dark clouds may cover your sky, but He'll answer you by and by. Oh, if He's blessed you once, He'll bless you twice. I've been living on His blessings all of my life, and I've never seen Hallelujah. a righteous Come on, somebody. Or seen Reach out to God, my brother. 